Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. What in the name of big time professional radio is going on here? <laughs> Good Lord. All right. Well, let's get this party started here. Nonetheless, uh, it is Tuesday, July 28th of 2020. And you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour, the quarantine edition right here on Radio TFI and on The Scope. The Scope. Thank you. And from the Northern Command Center here in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the gleaming Radio TFI Tower I think he's on the 44th floor today. He keeps moving. He's got a damn studio on every floor, that son of a bitch. So uh, you never know where he's going to be. But it is hopefully still the most rested man in talk radio. It is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. As always, we trust you've had a wonderful day today. My day has been chock full of little adventures. And I tell you what, today should be Thursday. Today should be Thursday. We're, we're oh, gonna, in the mood to kvetch a little bit, are you? Well, we're going to have temper tantrum Tuesday tonight. Let me tell you. There's, you see, uh, now, I, I, I got to tell you, Ed, that just sounds more natural. Okay. Temper tantrum Tuesday? Temper tantrum Tuesday. Are we going to switch? There'll be a meeting. We'll talk about it. We'll anyway. Talk about it. Anyway, this is not going to include the mouse or baby Oliver, by the way. Anyway, greetings all. Trust you've had the wonderful day. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, here from yada, the, yada, yada. From the Radio TFI, TFI, let me try that again. From the Radio TFI Executive Tower of Power, it's... Oh, it's me. Yo, yeah. I hope it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you today, Mr. Shannon? Oh, uh, ah, so-so. Hmm. I actually stretched out and took a little nappy poo before, uh, hey, now. about an hour before showtime. And you didn't call call me for tips on how to do it the right way? Oh, I don't need any help. You sure now? 
I am I'm a pro. positive. I am a pro. I got this. Okay. I got this. We we don't want you to hurt yourself well, by doing well, it incorrectly. There are some things, not very much, but there are some things I can do really? without your assistance, sir. Uh, I am duly, some things. I am duly impressed. Oh my! Except for dress. Yeah. Holy yeah, yeah. Christ on a fiddlestick! I. <laughs> for those, I those... actually there's a reason I put this shirt on. Yeah, to show us how poor you are? Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. For those of you listening on the audio, on the big gradidio, uh, John is wearing a shirt that, well, now the song we played pre-show seems to make a lot more sense. Because, John, that is a very Catholic shirt. It's very holy. It is very holy. Yes, indeed. Let me, let me tell you, the moths at the Shannon household eat well, don't they? Yes, they do. <laughs> Except they have to fight over the what 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 I have here to chew on because it ain't very much. So, <laughs> oh, we had us a date oh. today. We had us a date today. Yeah, obviously. And uh, the things I did for you people today, I took a bullet today to to oh. experience things that so that you you don't necessarily have to. Uh you know what I did today? Oh, do tell. I got my COVID test today. Oh, you did? See, was it one that dug all the way up into the membrane yeah, there? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the membrane. Now, I don't know, John, but you've done it. Did you get the one in the nose? or? I I had two. I got, I got all of them in the, in the nose. Okay. The first one that took a month and a day uh, was just a simple, they just, I mean, barely scratched the surface almost. The other two, the other two were digging for gold. Okay. Well, let me explain. So I went to this doctor's office today for the first time. And, and here's a lesson to be learned, kids and kittens. I signed up for health insurance through the uh, marketplace and all that. Uh, they assigned me a doctor miles from here my primary care physician. So I chose one that is literally a block and 10 feet away. Um, I can literally see it when I step outside. There was mistake number one. <laughs> don't go, don't go by location. So anyway, it's a storefront. Like a lot of doctor's offices are, they have a dentist office and a doctor's office they're only in this they have two locations they're only here twice a day it is run by uh folks from india you know and that's that's all fine and well but there's a bit of a language barrier mm. and the place is disorganized and oh good gravy i wasn't going into the disorganization I, I didn't feel like i was in any danger but all right, well, th all that being said, I need to refill some prescriptions anyway, so I figure at least there'll be one more visit. So after waiting a while in the unair-conditioned lobby, the, uh, the, oh. medical, the medical assistant came out, and I had filled out the form, and he said, do you have any complaint, any, any medical any complaints today? I said, yeah, your AC's not working. <laughs> <laughs> what, one of the other patients in the waiting room got it. He didn't. So now, now, finally, finally, 40 minutes after my scheduled appointment, which they insisted on me having an appointment. 
I said, should I just show up or, oh, no, 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 we, we stick to the appointments. Eh, no, they don't. I was going to say, doesn't sound like it. No, no. So I go inside and uh, I'm standing there and we finally go into the exam room. The doctor's not gonna, not going to do it, but the medical assistant, the guy who didn't get, you know, the AC's not working joke. Okay. So I, I've been kind of teasing with them that I'm not too thrilled about the idea of them poking around in my nose. But then I realized that this is going nowhere. I'm wasting my talents on the, on this particular young man. So now we're playing it straight. He says, well, we're going to, uh, I just want to make sure you're, you're going to be okay. I said, sure. Just, I, I said, millions of people have done this. I'll, I'll tough it out. I said, how long do you leave it up there? So this is, oh, maybe 10 seconds, maybe a minute. Because <laughs> I'm Be thinking. going up there with a power drill or what, what the hell? Here, here's what I'm thinking. If I know that it's going to be seven, eight, nine seconds, I can tough it out. No matter what the discomfort is, okay, I know it's about to end. I know it's about to end. You know, I've had uh, dentist drills and all that good stuff and, you know. I said, well, which is it? Is it 10 seconds or a minute? That's a big gap. So it's all maybe 30 seconds. I said, well, okay, is it 30 seconds? Is it a minute? Is it? He finally, I kind of whittled him down to 10 seconds, but I got to tell you, I was, I, I had no idea how long he was going to have that in there. So I said, go ahead, do it. I said, if I... He was, he says, well, if you need, if it gets too uncomfortable, I said, believe me, you will know. I will say stop if I need you to stop. And I know it's not going to hurt me. It's going to be uncomfortable. But, uh, so he starts with my left nostril and boy, oh boy, what a, what a, it, it, it was more of an irritant and it felt like I wanted to sneeze for a week. He holds it up there for two seconds, pulls it out. He says, are you okay? I said, I was fine. What, you know, what do you, it's all it should take is a couple seconds. Well, then he goes with the other nostril. He says, I'll try this one. I said, you were fine with the last one. And he pops it up. I said, okay, go ahead. I'm ready. Where you, you know, just tilt my head back, whatever you need me to do. Again, about a second. He just really got in there in, into the membrane and he pulls it out. He's again, are you, I'm fine. Just. But he finally goes back to my left nostril, jams it up there, takes it out again, and uh, now we're good. Now we're good. And uh, so I said to him, by the way, I, I said, it's five seconds. The next time someone is in here and they want to know how long you're going to have that thing up their nose, it's five seconds. You know, it's just good to know that. Anyway... So for about the I next... Told, I had told you, shut up, you Karen. It takes us ever how long it takes. Well, and that would have been fine. And that would have been fine. Just, again, the reason I asked, because he was very concerned about, I guess he's had people freak out. Okay. And again, if I, I've had doctors tell me, well, this is going to hurt for a couple of seconds. All right. I, I'll, I, you know, suck it up. I get through it. I know it's going to end. And that's all he had to say. That's oh, just a few seconds, three, four seconds, and, and we pull it out. All right. He was the he was the one showing concern, not me. I was ready to, you know, go for however long we needed to go, whatever it was. So, 
See, the, the problem is, is you asked about it. I didn't ask about it. You didn't ask how long it was well, going to take? No, he said, well, he he was, uh, you know, uh, well, are you going to be okay? Are you going to be? I said, yeah, I'll be fine. I, I said, I'm sure it doesn't hurt. I said, just uh, just give me a ballpark. Yeah, I did ask. I said, a ballpark. Uh, you know, how long is it going to be up there? And that's just for myself. And I explained it. I said this to him. So I know how much longer is left. I can tough it out. Jeez, I'm 61 years old. I've toughed out everything else. You know. <laughs> he just wasn't. The English skills were not. The comprehension yeah. skills were just not I ha- I hate to say it. And I don't really want to ever sound like I have anything against uh, doctors from other from other regions. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against them, other than the fact that the old my old redneck ears just sometimes have a hard time understanding. Yes, yes. People with very thick, very heavy accents. Right, and that's that's I, where that's where we were today. I, I I have an issue a lot of times with uh, some of the drivers that uh, some of the uh, guys that come in for training who are uh, of uh, the, the Somalis, the ones that you know those guys. I have a hell of a time, and and it isn't that I'm not trying to understand. Them. I know. Just, I I worked with Haitians have a, for years. A bitch of a time doing so. So anyway. So now we finish with the test. And it's fine. It's over. It's done with. But it felt like I wanted to sneeze for about the next half hour. It, and by it, the way, just so you know, yeah, this was only a test. You've been sitting on that for how long now? You've been <laughs> by the way, we're trying to open the phone lines now. Oh, my God. Phone lines are open. Well, then, if the phone lines are finally open, I suppose I should better announce the number, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. As always, if you find a pay phone somewhere in your uh, Metroplex, uh, feel free to give us a collect call. We will accept the charges. You can still find pay phones pretty much where there's anywhere there's international travelers. Airports, shopping, big, big shopping malls. I promise you, you go to the Mall of Americas, you will find payphones. Because you have people that I'm travel. I'm going to have to look the next time I go. I've, could, I've never given it any thought. You, there won't be a lot, but keep in mind, people are there, their cell phones aren't working. So all those phones have not been taken out. Well, that's a, that's a good point. I didn't yeah. think about that. That's why you'll still see them in airports. Ah. Yeah. So now, White dawn's on Marblehead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now, <laughs> I finally, uh, I, so now, they tell me the re- results will be back in about two or three days. But I've got an appointment for next Tuesday, so. They said I can Resul- I didn't hear that. The re- results will be how many weeks? <laughs> two or three days. Okay. Uh, Let's hope. I got my fingers crossed for you, sir. I'm, let me tell you what. If I wind up with this gosh darn COVID, and not that I'm special, but this is day 135, okay? And except for the people at the supermarket, you know, and, and, you know when I go out for my little uh, supplies and all that, and I'm max, masked up and I'm wearing gloves and I'm doing the whole protection thing, I am basically by myself 
142 out of 144 hours a week. If I get this blasted, is it 107 times 24, 140, uh, 28, uh, 168 hours. I'm I, I'm alone 166 out of 168 hours. I mean, if I get this blasted COVID, I'm gonna be pissed off. And I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna call that lady doctor down in Houston. Uh. And get the uh, she makes she makes a cure with alien blood. Have you heard this? I have. Yeah. And yeah. Trump would Trump. Hey, Trump was going gaga for it there for a little bit until he realized just how stupid it was. Well, he got pressed on that at his little. Uh, I know. I heard. Oh, I saw. I was watching it. Uh-huh. The young lady from the New York Times. Her name has escaped me at the moment, and uh, he just. Oh, Turned on his uh, one good heel and out he went. See ya, Donny boy. You, you missed see, it. It was no. I guess I didn't see. I didn't see him uh, up and leave, but I did hear the the uh, uh, conversation between the two. Yeah, it, it, you know it's funny with his with his Twitter. It's like I think he just kind of scans the the Twitter for certain keywords. Uh, first off, he's scanning for anything that mentions. If he looks through his mentions, and if he sees anything, you know, go Trump, go. Well, then he's all over retweet. Right. Excuse me, retweeting that. But he also probably looks for words like uh, cure. Uh, pardon me. Like cure. Yeah, and uh, also hoax and uh, yeah, because stuff like that, you know. Because as president of the United States, he has no access to information. Oh no, whatsoever. That Twitter is his lifeline, boys. I'm not Twitter. With, I'm not done with Twitter. Twitter by is the way. our lifeline. Oh, you're not done. Oh, I'm not close to being done. But you go ahead. Oh, I just gonna say Twitter is our lifeline. That's what. That's what Ed and I kind of go through to get our little bits and pieces of information and what have you. Stuff that we put on the show. Sometimes we, Ed even just quotes tweets, sometimes just to fill time. That's our lifetime. But when you're the president of the United States, you should probably, I mean, I could be wrong here, but you should probably have a little bit more of a reliable source of information than social media. We we loves our tweets. So anyway, oh yeah, uh, 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 Donnie Junior got got put in Twitter oh, jail. And, I uh, heard. So let's continue on with Ed's day, okay? And we're gonna get to this stuff at the end of the day. Yeah, at about at about. Uh, Oh, 958 or something like that we'll finally get to unless somebody wants to call in and 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 and, and change the topic I see two comments on the uh the scope oh we have comments on the scope yeah it's uh, it's the bandito so anyway yeah <laughs> so anyway so now we get to the bike let's talk about the bike I was waiting for this. The the mechanic was the technician was scheduled to be here tomorrow about one p.m. I have received the new mm-hmm. tube. We're ready to rock and roll. I even moved the bike indoors out of the van, so it'd be nice and mm-hmm. cool and wouldn't be sitting in the van. So at about a little after four today, four something, 
I, I, I notice I still haven't, this guy still hasn't confirmed the appointment. Now, I had a Sunday appointment scheduled with this fellow, and I couldn't get a hold of him. I was trying to reach him, and I hadn't gotten the tube yet. So I was trying to reach him, hey, do you, you know, do you, can you provide one or, you know, blah, blah. Never answer me. So I canceled it, and I rescheduled for tomorrow. I finally, I, I sent a note to the company. I said, look, I'm trying to get a hold of this guy. Is he going to be here tomorrow? And it was all via email and messages. So now I get the, uh, the an email from the company, from the customer service. Oh, he wants to change it for August 2nd. Uh, <laughs> so basically, I, I told him he can go uh, spit in the ocean. Uh, because A, he never contacted me directly. If I don't contact them, I'm sitting here tomorrow at 1 o'clock waiting for this guy to come up. Now, the upside about this, by the way, this... This outfit is called a Velo Tooler. Uh, Velo is a word for bike. It's a. I highly recommend not using them, kids and kittens, because they're okay. They're they're, they're unreliable. So, I'm thinking August second. That's Sunday. I'm not going to do that, and here's why: because last week I made an appointment with another place for August second. It was mm-hmm. the fir- first thing they had available. The price is, is a little steeper, a lot steeper. It was going to cost me 25 bucks with this guy, and now I'm going to have to pay 90 Who knows? Maybe they give me a little break because it's only a flat tire. I don't know. But uh, but now I'm, I'm glad I didn't cancel that appointment. Yeah. So now, okay, so now I got to wait until Sunday to get this thing repaired. And again, I just don't want to monkey with with the gears in the back. No, I understand. That's no, that's no picnic front tire. Zip, zip. I'd have taken it off. I'd have put the new tube in. I'd have walked it over to the gas station and put air in it. Bob's your uncle. I'd have been done with it. Uh, Rolando's listening. Let me, let me ask him real quick. When's the last time you've had to deal with a derailleur on a, on a, uh, bicycle. I'll wait for the answer. After a while, we can move on. But <laughs> yeah, well, so anyway, so I, I'm I'm more than a little burned about this because here we are. Tomorrow's a, a today's a week. I've had the bike. <laughs> I haven't been able to ride it yet, and it'll be at least Sunday. Sunday, so oh, Jesus, it'll be Monday. 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 <laughs> I forgot. By I the way, that. Rolando answered 1977 since the yeah. last time. He's played with a derailleur. Yeah, God bless you. I'm uh, I'm right about there with you, Pally Boy, which is why your old <laughs> Uncle Ed ain't playing with it. I, 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 I started watching a video on YouTube today on how to take the rear tire off with a derailleur. And the first thing says, well, you got to ride the bike to put it in the low, you know, in the highest gear, the, the smallest. Uh, ride the bike? I can't ride the flipping bike. Well, but basically what you're doing is, is you're kind of tipping it on something. and Right. I could have put it upside down and, and blah, blah, blah. But no, uh, no, no. You're not going to let There are just some things you do, a person just doesn't want to mess with. I, I get and that. That's that's where I am on this. I just uh-huh. don't want to. I also don't want to pay 90 bucks to have somebody come out and do it. But it looks like that's what it's going to be. 
And again, I'm hoping they haven't said anything, but I'm hoping maybe they'll say, because I've got them for a two-hour block. And I'm hoping they'll cut me a little bit of a slack because it won't, I'm sure this. As if they do, it'll be done in 45 minutes. If, if, if that. If that, please. The other guy that was supposed to be here was a 15-minute block. If you work yeah. on bikes all the time, popping, popping a wheel off and uh, putting a tube in, ain't nothing. Ain't nothing, you know. So <laughs> anyway. all I hope for is when this is done. Yes, this is all said and done, and you finally get. I mean, I'm. I told you, I kind of believe in. There's a reason that things happen. Yes, I just, I just hope, and I'm sitting here just keeping these fingers crossed <laughs> that when you finally get on that bike and you're ready to toddle down whatever. <laughs> street that is you live on 48th avenue uh, 48th avenue you get ready to toddle down 48th avenue and people are saying oh shit the time has come just get out of the way well the beauty of my should, the beauty of my street you're gonna is, be okay beauty of my street is there oh you know what's also interesting talk about your timing now remember i've been riding those other scooters you know the rentals I've talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they shut down the service here in New York. I thought I saw that. Because people are getting killed because, well, it's the people. There's no question. I watch people all the time on these things and just on their regular scooters and by, you know, red lights don't mean nothing. They they don't wear the helmets. We had a a local TV reporter die on the back of one about a week or so ago. Mm. She, She wasn't driving it. Uh, she was whoever she was with. I don't know her husband, boyfriend, whatever. But the company Revel has shut down New York, mm. and and I, I'm going to tell you what. It, it's not for lack of, not not no lack of what the company does. Uh, the only time I run into a bike with a problem, it's somebody damaged it. You call mm. your report. You move on to the next one. Uh, there are helmets. There are two helmets in every bike. They have a little trunk in the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they highly recommend you take lessons if you're not familiar with how to, you know, how to ride one of these things. But again, people are going to do what people are going to do. But you waive all liability. Uh, and, but I got to say, I think they've done a, a kick-ass job as far as marketing this and whatnot. They are fantastic to have. It's a good like I said, I've been using them just to get around the neighborhood. You know, the general area. Places are a little further to walk than I would like. And that's what mm. I'm going to use my bike for now. Uh, you know, I don't need to move the car. And it's not because the parking spot, although, of course, that is a big thing. But, uh, yeah, I just whip out the bike, go, toodle. I don't have to worry about parking. I just lock it up and, and do what I got to do. But, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of unfortunate that Revel is. It's just temporary. I don't know. Again, it it comes down to people being idiots. I'm sorry. It comes down to people being idiots. Right. They eliminated the scooters and the the two-wheel scooters. um, The stand-up scooters. Yeah, the stand-up scooters here in the Twin Cities a while ago. And and now, now now they're back. So they are, those are more dangerous. Oh, my God. When we first got them down in Lauderdale, oh, by the way, was it, it was last year, last year, 
they banned them. The Fort Lauderdale Beach is a barrier island, okay? Uh, the barrier island runs for quite a ways. It runs from Miami up till, uh, more or less up through Palm Beach. For those who do not know what a barrier island is, please do tell. Okay. It's literally what it sounds like. There's the ocean, the barrier island, the intracoastal waterway, then the mainland. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's a stretch of land not connected to anything else. Uh, we have lots of them in this country. The Carolinas, the Outer Banks, uh, th- those are all uh, barrier islands. Have them so, down in Corpus Christi, Texas, yeah, too. Uh... Yeah. You got to cross a bridge to get to them. Right. So last year, Lauderdale initially said, uh, no. No, no, no. You can't take them over the bridges. You can't bring them into the beach area. Mm-hmm. Now, I can tell you the last year I was there, all right, you would find these scooters, well, first off, outside of bars. And this is just what you, oh, my God. And then people drunk on these things, up on the sidewalk, two, three people on them, and, uh, and, ju- and they would just drop them on the sidewalk, wherever they were. Didn't care if you were blocking people's homes, their driveways, they just dropped them. And they're fun. They look like they're fun. I never actually did ride one. Oh, I'm scared shitless to try to <laughs> try one of those. But, but you can't, you got to have some responsibility. Now, a lot of people have those privately owned. I see them a lot. And they actually... Now, if you own it, you're going to be a little bit more responsible about it. But you got to remember these things, these, you can take them on the bus. You can take them on the subway. You can, you know, cart them around with you. Uh, And a lot of people do that. You know, it's there. It's what gets them the three quarters of a mile from the subway station to home. You know, it's that last mile thing. That's, that's always been a problem for mass transit, no matter where you are in the taxi business. Uh, we've all dealt with the last mile, first mile, last mile. People got to get, get to, you know, you're out, you're out, in the, especially if you're working out in the burbs, you're going to get all these, all these one mile ride, you know, half mile rides to the train station, the bus stop, because people got to, you know, that's where they, how they actually get to work. So. So how much does it normally cost? That that brings me a, brings up a good point. How much does it cost to rent one of those things? Let's say for twenty five cents a minute. Twenty five cents a minute, huh? Last time I checked the price, it it might have gone up to thirty one, but essentially, it, it, let's say it was twenty five. I know it was twenty five when I first when I first started. So it's twenty five cents a minute, and let's say you stop at like I often did. I would take it to the pharmacy. I stop. I pause the ride. Now, as your as the bike is sitting there, and now the bike is locked. You can't. It's not going to go anywhere. Nobody's going to take it. Uh, it shuts mm-hmm. down, and you've still got control of it on your phone. The sitting mm-hmm. time is ten cents per minute. So, mm. and it, you know, look, I yeah, many a day I would have it for an hour or two. It would cost me eh, twenty thirty bucks. But you think about well, if I had to do all this in a cab. You know, and oh, uh, it would be yeah, it'd be quite, quite cross cost prohibitive, right? And, and it's I'm not gonna lie, they're fun to ride. I enjoy riding them. Yeah. I really do. So I, I mean, 
and there were more than a couple of days that I went out and I took one out just to be outside, just to drive around. Well, well that was the joyous part of you getting this bike to begin right. with. Just to... just to get outside and get, just be out of, you know, be outside. Yeah. Just be outside and tool around and, uh, you know. Like I said, your social, your social distancing will be guaranteed. Yes. So, you you want to see this fail for me so badly? You can take. I don't it. want to see. I I don't want to see you fail. Yeah, you I do. don't want to see you hurt. <laughs> what makes you think? Do you think I can't ride a bicycle? Is that it? I think that the whole saying it's just like riding a bike is highly overrated. What do you think I've been doing with the scooter? It's only two wheels. Well, I I don't know. I'm just. Well, I'm telling just, you, I'm te- I'm not gonna lie. Like, when I got when I got on the scooter, the rental, for the first couple times, it was a little touch and go because I hadn't driven one of them in God knows how long. I'll tell you, the first couple. Jane, of, stop Jane, this yeah. crazy thing! What? <laughs> what got me the first couple of rides was the fact that any other scooter I'd ever ridden in my life was a gas engine, so you. You, you use the throttle, and you hear the engine go. Brr. This is a golf cart with missing two wheels. It's silent. Like driving a Prius. Yeah, there's no sound. There's no sound. So it took me a couple of rides to get accustomed to that. I'm at the point now where, and it took me a while to get back here, but when I when I make a turn, you know, if I've got the green light and I make the turn, I'm now leaning into the turn like you're supposed to. You know, for a long time, I was cautious you about You didn't the, know to lean into the turn? I knew to lean into the turn. I wasn't comfortable leaning into the turn. Come uh, on, man. Come on, man. Hey, <laughs> I didn't want to be what you're predicting I'm going to be. I had to ease into it slowly because you I don't want... a road rash right away there. Huh? You bet your ass. You bet your ass. Oh, I've gone down on the asphalt more than once uh. in my day, pally boy. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you don't get to be 61 and not have learned a couple of things over the years. Oh. Okay? I'm not 16. I'm not trying to impress girls or nothing like that. I'm 61 just looking to to putt-putt along. I got... (laughs) There's no agenda here. There's no agenda. There's no hair flowing out the back and, you know, and all that good stuff. Uh Uh-uh, no way. Thank you, sir. I, I tell you something, my experience with bicycles, it wasn't until I finally got the the one bicycle, the one that I that I had that was a made out as a chopper, basically. Sure, sissy bar. Had, so well I didn't have I don't remember if I had I don't think I had a sissy bar with you that. did. You just don't know that you did. Well Well wait a minute. Did so, you have did you have a banana seat? Yes. Then you had a sissy bar. Well, all right, but the, good point. they weren't they weren't always tall. They were okay. Then yeah, that makes sense. As long as it came to the, it had the little circle in the back where your buddy could reach behind and hold on to. That was your sissy bar. Oh my goodness, I was too much of a chicken though. The uh, Rolando and his buddies and his friends, we had a stretch of of unfinished highway mm-hmm. that sat directly behind. Uh, where I, uh, the apartment complex where I lived. And 
They keep going on them freaking bicycles. I swear to God, they were going 40, 50 miles an hour yeah, yeah. down this. And oh my, I to this day I don't I don't have that big of a need of need for speed. <laughs> oh dear Lord, man. Yeah, we didn't have a lot. Uh, bikes weren't a big part of our life. We had a bike for a while, and I say we, I mean my all my brothers and sisters. We basically everybody shared it. We shared it. And then again, we're in Midtown Manhattan. There were guys that had bikes. A couple of the Clarks that lived a few floors above us, they were big into bikes. And then eventually they got big into cars. And uh, the older brother, uh, he had a beautiful 10-speed. I remember that. And uh, he would always, anytime he came by, and I was like six, seven years old. Anytime he rode up on the bike, uh, come on, get on. And he would take me around the block. You know, I was never uncomfortable sitting on, sitting on the bar. Yeah, and he would ride fast. At least it seemed fast to this six-year-old. Uh, oh my, <laughs> seven-year-old, and my mother would freak out. And uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, when I first started riding ten speeds, I don't particularly care for them. I like a nice, simple pedal along. You know, I don't need to. I've tried to go fast. I've paid that price. I've never really fully gotten the hang of the gears. Um, oh, me either. You know, and and, and I, it was just never comfortable for me. Again, I like a nice. Give me those bikes with the with with the handlebars. Uh, the what, what did we call monkey bars? They were called monkey bars. I do believe you're right. Yeah, I was. I've been trying to think of that name for a while now. So we had the monkey bars, handlebars. You had the banana seat. You had your sissy bar in the back that may have come, depending on how high it came up. I would, a buddy of mine had it good height, probably three feet above the seat. And, uh, but to me, that was, that was the ideal bike. And we had guys that made well, chop, choppers out of them and which was bizarre. Well, the, the Schwins would come in either three, uh, three speed or five speed. That wasn't too bad. Uh, and there was a couple of them that had a smaller wheel in front too, as I, I remember. That's if you did the chop, uh, some, uh, even a small chopper bar, you know, uh-huh. instead of the regular fork, if you extended that, at least that's what we saw. Yes. But that front wheel mm-hmm. would be smaller. And that again, that, that takes some doing mm-hmm. to ride those. You gotta, there's a little bit of practice involved there. Nobody wants to admit it, but hell, you know. Well, all, I tell you what. Let's let's uh, let's uh, uh, suave here a little bit from uh, the uh, bike shop show or stand hour to uh, <laughs> to some of the other stuff that's going on now at eight, at thirty eight minutes past the hour. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not done. You keep interrupting me. So now, as a public service oh. to to you kids and kittens. Your old Uncle Ed watched not only Bill Barr today, but also uh, Captain Coppertone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Barr is probably the most partisan person on the planet right now. And I didn't see any of that, unfortunately, or any of that. Oh, I promise you. he. I, some uh, A commentator said it, and I believe it. I think Barr just showed up today, knew he would get a pass from the 
Republicans and would get grilled by the Democrats. And he just thought, well, let me get it over with. It's done and mm-hmm. done. Uh, he's a lion sack of beans. He plays the semantic game. Is uh, look. Hopefully, we'll, we'll we'll be done with him soon as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, and that that just went on for, and it was basically what you expected it to be. A couple of people, a couple of Democrats got some good uh, got some good licks in there. Got him to cop to a couple of things. Not much, but uh, something. Uh, and it's funny, though, when, when a Democrat is questioning him, Bill Barr has trouble with the English language. He has great, great trouble with the English language. I'm sorry, what do you mean by that? And his memory just, poof. I don't know, I don't remember. Isn't that amazing? It's, Isn't that, that's, yeah. It really is. So, I mean, that that is what it is. And, of course, he spent a lot of time going on about Obama and Biden and the Clintons. And, you know, let's deal with... Of course, the usual usual suspects. And he actually blamed Obama and Biden about testing, COVID testing. Hello, they were out of office. They've been out of office since 2017. This is on you guys, okay? You might have a, a tiny itty bitty point if all this came up in February of 2017. It's been, it was three years. You were the guys that threw away all the all the plans and all that, you know, so. And then we had Ca- Captain, uh, Captain Cupcake. What can I say? I'm listening to him read. Orange a per- Dream Sickle Frosting. That's the one. That's the one you know. <laughs> Listening him to him read a prepared statement is horrifying. And of course, he's got to call it the China virus because he's just got to send that message out to the knuckleheads. And uh, and it, the big he was out there announcing that Kodak is now uh, they're going to be in the uh, uh, pharmaceutical business. And we as a nation are giving Kodak $750 million to help develop generic drugs and blah, blah, blah. And you got to scratch your head and say, wait a second. Do we not have pharmaceutical companies already? Do we not have pharmaceutical companies that are working on COVID and could already set up to to uh, make generic drugs? And why do we have to start up a whole new company i'm happy for the folks in rochester new york uh bring much needed income into that area but did we have to start a whole new company to do this how close are the uh, kodak people to to the trumpster that's what you gotta ask yourself and then and then then the question started (laughs) and i i'm i'm stuck for the young lady's name from the new york times the reporter, but they asked about the uh, voodoo doctor from Houston. Uh, somebody asked the question. He went off on a on, on a on a rambling, nonsensical uh, thing, and then, uh, God, I, I wish I had her name in front of me. Uh, Maggie uh, Haberman, I think that's it. So she brought it up again. Oh, thank you. He turned on his heels and he walked out. 
He said, thank you, turned on his heels and, and, and walked out. Because ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's your president that refuses to take questions about something that was stupid to begin with. That he, he's tweeting out about this doctor who, who's claiming that COVID can be cured and uh, she uses demon blood or alien blood, I'm sorry, alien blood and something about sex with demons. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're not having sex with demons, that sounds like it's your problem, okay? I'm doing just fine with my demon sex. Oh, it is no, never mind. Not don't no, no, you don't no. want to. You don't want yeah, he, to. You know, you know, John. He left the door wide open, and I just decided, nah, better not. And John, you've seen enough horror movies to know. Went to yell at the screen, "Don't open that door!" This was one of those times. You're not gonna like what you find. But you You're can come in if you probably like. right. <laughs> oh, I know I'm right. You'd rather get your head chopped off with a with a hatchet right now or an axe. How about that? I'll be I'll, damned. You finally used that axe word here in, the, in its proper context. <laughs> it's only taken three and a half years. 61. <laughs> Let me ask you about your hatchet. Oh, there you go. Oh, so, oh good Lord. So I'm, I'm done. See ya. You're oh. done, huh? <sighs> so I'm sitting here. Yeah, you are. I can the, see you. With the, with the uh, modern marvel of uh, having two different screens, watching Ed on one channel here and watching my beloved Minnesota Twins, who are, by the way, up on those St. Louis Cardinals, 6-2 to two now in the bottom of the fifth. Is that a fact? That is a fact. But at least they're playing, they're, they're playing baseball. And unlike the uh, Miami, those Miami Marlins, not to be confused with the Florida Marlins, the well, Miami they, Marlins. They're not the Miami Marlins. They're not the Florida Marlins anymore. And, uh, and well, it's just like I said about uh, that Washington football team. There's going to be at least a half a dozen commentators or whatever that are going to slip on that banana peel, too. All right, so let's get but, to the point you're making here. So... The Marlins and the Phillies, if I'm not mistaken, are both uh, postponing. Actually, I think uh, Major League Baseball basically imposed it on them. They are basically uh, off for, I think, what might work out to be about a week, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Now, the Phillies came into wherever the hell the Mets were. Was it Baltimore? And... Keep in mind now, even though the Phillies may not have, it takes a, a day or two before anybody might start sh showing symptoms. I hope they don't. Don't misunderstand me. But the Phillies have been in the same facilities that the Marlins were. I hope none of the Philadelphia guys are infected. Don't, don't misunderstand me. But this here is the problem that we're facing. This is the problem. And... Uh, yeah, look, we'll take as many games as we can get right now. As many as we can get. But I, I don't see this thing making it to the finish line. I'm sorry. And I'm not saying that to be funny or just to be, you know, uh, what's the word? It's an, easy, it's an easy bet to place. Well, I yeah. Could, I could see. I Contrary. could see. 
I'm not trying to be contrary here. I'm just trying to. Well, I think that if you looked at the better odds, if you were just simply playing the odds, I probably would make that pick too. Yeah, I I don't see. The the big question here is how far are they going to get? I think that's the big question. Is will they get 20 games in? Will they get halfway? Will they get three quarters of the way before they have to call it? Will it be next week? Nobody knows. I certainly don't know. For the sake of the game, I think what they need to do is they need to kind of revamp what they're thinking as far as uh, the the standings. Because I, you have to realize that the shortened in a shortened season, shortened by more than half of your schedule has been cut off. You've got literally a third to about about two thirds of your your schedule has been. Almost two. Well, they, yeah. Oh, that's right. They play 162 games. Yeah, that is correct, me. sir. That's okay. Um, so they got this. They got the majority of their schedule lopped off. Uh-huh. They're trying to play out the play out these other games. <sighs> Things are going to happen even besides COVID. Yeah. I mean, how many? Especially, you know, you think about hurricane season when you start having these damn storms rolling up the uh, That's right. east coast here and then then you're going to have a bunch of uh, a bunch of rainouts and weather ca- uh, cancellations and it is 2020 so we may indeed see <laughs> snow in September you know yeah uh, yeah yeah there's everything's on the table right now there is right now as we sit here at the end of July there is nothing that's not possible right now Mm-hmm. I actually have an idea for for Major League Baseball that they should now? try to entertain. Let's let's hear it. Well, let's let's face it. They're they're really not going to. I don't think realistically any of them are going to get a sixty game uh, season in. I think that there's going to be some that'll probably get. 55, 56 games. There might be a couple of teams that might only get 40 games in. I think that what they need to do is, first off, they take an average out the games that everybody has played. Average them out. That's that's the that's the threshold. And then you go by the uh, by your winning percentage. Mm-hmm. So if you have let's let's say the mean number is is 48 maybe 45 so you have the best winning percentage but you have to to qualify you had to have played 45 games you had to at least hit the average number of games yeah and let's uh <laughs> i just happened to glance at the screen come on mr negative <laughs> oh me that's yeah, I, I'm assuming that's you, sir. Well, your idea is overly convoluted, to be quite honest. Why do you say that? Because it's overly convoluted. Come on, got to give me a reason. All right, you're you're saying you're talking about winning percentages, uh, as and the number of games. Now, look, in a sixty-game season, five games is a big difference. If I played 40 and you played 45, uh, I think what they would have been better off doing and still might have to do 
is take your six divisions. Everybody plays in your division. You play everybody else, say, twice. Two at home, two on the road. You do a, uh, a, a, you know, you do a tournament style, just like MLS is doing. It's like lacrosse is doing. The NBA is essentially doing that. Now, remember, not all the NBA teams are participating. Just the ones no, that. No, this is just an, this, this is an extended playoff, basically. Right. So, so baseball, you take that, you play. So now, you've got sixteen games. Okay. And your first two advance out of each division. You know, you figure that out. Uh, and that's fine. And then you have some method of of crowning a champion. Is it ideal? Hell no. Hell no. Nothing's ideal. No. No. But at least you would get some kind of excitement. You get some kind of, you know. Look, and we all know, a team can get hot for a short seat series, you know. For two or four games, we we un, we all understand that. But again, this is 2020. Nothing is going well. You can't. You will not be able to use this year in comparison to anything. This is be a, a huge asterisk on this. Yeah, you, this is essentially a wasted year. They've honestly they've made a good attempt, but I think in a week or so you're going to see they're going to have to see. And again, for me, for baseball, it's the travel. This is where their Achilles heel on this. It's the travel. Here, the NBA had a guy from the Lakers or wherever it was. They let him out of the bubble to go home for a family emergency. And guess where they found him, where pictures were taken of him. He went to Atlanta. He was in in a strip club. Says it's his favorite restaurant and loves the wings. Yeah. I think he actually prefers the way the legs personally. Be, be that as may now, and I said it the other day. I'll keep saying it. You're not gonna keep however many ball players we're talking about here. Thirty times, uh, thirty nine hundred ball players plus plus coaches, but a couple a uh, couple of thousand people. You're gonna tell me nobody is gonna sneak out of that hotel on the road. Nobody. Please. Well, yeah, and you know what? If, if if that was the case, now these are these aren't just suggestions for quarantining. These are are for staying within the rules that are set forward. Yeah, I I hope that uh, I hope that that particular player you described doesn't see a dime of his salary. Yeah, um, you violated the rules, pal. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But but this is where the problems lie. And again, baseball is traveling. They're not staying in a bubble. They're not hockey's in, in Toronto and Edmonton. Uh, basketball, NBA is in Orlando, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Great et cetera. place, by the way. Well, be that as it may. Uh, but baseball's all over the place. You got you got teams going to Texas twice. These hotbeds. Of uh, of COVID, you're playing you're playing the Rangers and the Astros. They're mm-hmm. going. You're going in, in, into Florida twice, at least twice. Well, California is no picnic either. Exactly, so. Arizona. You got the Diamondback. You know, it, it, it's. I don't care if there's no fans in the stands or not. You got to walk through airports. You got to go through. You know, it's. You're you're playing Russian roulette. 
with with, with a gun that holds a hundred rounds. And there's well, only one, and, and, and there's only one bullet missing. Well, what nobody is saying in this either is they're playing they're playing the odds as far as well, even if they do come down with the virus, how sick can they really be? I mean, the Twins players, the Twins, like I said, have already had a couple players come down with the virus, you know, mm-hmm. and they're both uh, ones playing today, and the other one is playing over on the taxi squad over in St. Paul. Well, I so guess I, it, I guess it's a nobody's hoax. saying that, by the way. I guess it's a hoax. Well, no, no, it's, it's not a hoax, but the, you know they're they're placing their bets on the fact that even if these you know young men and, and I, you know when I say that I have to backtrack because we're also talking about coaches and other mm-hmm. things that are other people that are in a little bit more advanced age team personnel maybe have some health issues too so therein lies that problem but for when we're talking if we're just talking strictly about the players you know let's let's face it which we're not you can't you can't just see and i gotta tell you i i hate and i hate to say this i've said it too many times i honestly think before this is all said and done that at least 80 to 90% of the population is going to wind up having this virus in some uh, form or another. You may be right. You may, by the way, I've never heard you say that, but no, I've said that on, on several occasions. I haven't heard it. Oh, you, you, just, oh. you, you, you don't listen to me. That's why. <laughs> yeah. You, you listen about as well as maybe Oliver, as, as you do. Oh come on! I listen. I listen to you all. I hang on every word you say. You're hanging on something. I don't know if it's every word though. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Again, here's a door. You don't want to go through that. Don't go down there. <laughs> oh my good lord! I think there was a couple of other things I wanted to throw oh, at you here. We got a minute, real Please. quick. Please. Huh? Let it go. We've got a minute. Oh, come on. There's there's one more thing. Go ahead. By the way, have you ever... Oh, geez. Take a pill over there. I didn't say have a you word. Ever been to a, have you ever invited yourself to a party? <sighs> no, no comment. <laughs> no comment. So it, it, we're, we're coming to find out that uh, uh, our... Mr. Our uh, Cheeto in charge here. Oh, he was known for that. He was known. Oh, he for he oh. totally invited himself. Oh, good lord! Uh, to throw out the first pitch at the uh, oh yeah the first Yankees home game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only the Yankees didn't know a thing about it. Yeah, needed the Major League Baseball. Kind of like me sitting there scratching her head. That's all they need right now is to. Uh, pile on on top of everybody else. Let's pile on some Secret Service agents on top of all this, too. So, I barely heard that. That's the music. How's that? Yeah, 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 that's much better. All right, well, I guess it's time. Boy, this hour did fly by, bikes and all. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, in the immortal words of Steve Cannon, 
I'm not Steve Gannon, but I still got the money. See ya!